Get ready to power start your day with wealth, lifestyle, and leadership coach Nicola Smith-Jackson. Tune in each Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern for your daily dose of motivation and business education to help you build big business and be successful. And now, here's Nicola. And welcome to Power Starts Your Day. It's Pete Millionaire and Nicole Smith-Jackson. We're going to reawaken your spirit this morning, resuscitate your passion, renew your mind so you can recommit to the plan that God has for you, and that's for you to build the big business. We're here coaching you every Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you haven't done this already, go ahead, share the call with others. They can dial in the 602-753-1848 or listen online. The smart device, iPad, tablet, PC, or Mac at blogtalkradio.com forward slash success with Nicola. I believe that this is going to be a series you may want to go back and listen to. I can't promise it's going to be up forever because um, nothing lasts forever, and I'm sure that um, these will be archived uh, so that they can be well for many other people uh, in the future. I want to be very frank with you. You know, I I see a lot of things that I'm just, you know, not pleased with. Um, but I definitely see things we as people could always do better, including myself. But one of the things is, is that we've been we've been talking about big business made simple and um if you're listening, more than likely, you've probably been more of a consumer than a big business builder. And the biggest misconception is that people think that this is only for a specific group of people. And so that spirit of offense is blocking your mind from being open enough to just hear the message and do something with it. I want you to know that 67% of the world is financially illiterate, meaning they just don't know what to do with money. They don't understand money. So more than likely, if you don't understand money, you're definitely not going to understand business. And so I want us to be very, very clear on Today's topic is we always talk about financial freedom Friday. And I need you to go to 2 Corinthians 9 and 6. 2 Corinthians 9, and we already talked about Ecclesiastes. I'm going to go Ecclesiastes 11 and 2. There's a few scriptures and Proverbs uh, that are very keen in this area. We've been taught to labor. Literally, we've been taught to labor and not leverage. And we've been encouraged and enticed to spend but not invest. I need you to write those two things down so far because 
you're going to be like, OMG, I've been bamboozled. It doesn't matter. The information is out there. You've more than likely been told this before, but it's about what are you going to do with it now. Let's go to the Lord so we can take full responsibility for our life and our legacies and start making big business simple. you to get on the other side of the equation. Today is the day you've made, and we're glad with Joyce we're here in the land of the living. Heavenly Father, we are just so grateful on this day. Just to think there's no one else that we could ever say they've made the day. There's no one else that they can say that everything is owned. There's no one else that we could say created the highest creation, man, especially not in their own image. Wow. Praise. Because there's no one bigger, no one more amazing, no one knows more than you. We just got to give you that highest praise of hallelujah. No one else deserves that And to think, we have been shouting hallelujah for so many ages, and yet we won't trust your word. Follow the basic instructions that you've given us to be fruitful and to multiply here on earth. Lord, that you've given us a helper. So Holy Spirit, help us here and give us the power more power of belief and increased faith that we will walk on the straight path that we may understand more about what to do with the resources that you've blessed us with. We know that God has given us according to our ability. So in that case, we're praying for higher ability to do more with our finances, to do more with our business, for us to understand at a higher level so we can show ourselves. Father God, that we're going out to do these great exploits in your name, not ours, so that we can equip your saints with more than just the idea of labor, help them understand the power of leverage, help them understand about sowing, not just to reap, but also to impact. Go the ways of the world. We thank you and we know that we can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens us. So let us lean on that strength. Thank you, Lord, and we seal this prayer with the blood of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. So, good morning, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good weekend, whenever you're listening to this. And I want us to go to 2 Corinthians 9 and 6 first, right? Standard version. It says, the point 
is this. The point is this. Whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Now, the thing is, when we read that, most of the time we're thinking, you know, okay, if we sow a lot, we get a lot. But we forget that it's a law, that it's going to work either way. It doesn't work in a specific favor. It just works. So that you don't sow, don't expect it to grow. And whatever you are sowing, you are reaping a lot of that. So if you sow nothing, you're reaping a lot of nothing. So when you start thinking about that, I want you to go to Proverbs. I want you to look at this Proverbs first. I, I, I saw um, <laughs> there's so many that I was studying. I saw this one here. I want to go to Proverbs real quick. I'm not all over the place. I'm totally focused. I just am like in awe at how many times people don't understand the laws of investing before we go to Ecclesiastes. I want you to hear this, and I want you to pay very close attention. It says, the rich rules over the poor, and the borrower is the slave of the lender. So you have people who will misconstrue this and say, I don't want to borrow anything. I want to be totally debt-free. When most businesses, they're using money to leverage. If you are not even in a position where you can access money to leverage, meaning you don't have great credit or what have you, then it's going to be more difficult for you to build a big business because you won't have faith to put your money that you do have into your business. So when we go back, and I want to remind you of Ecclesiastes, cast your bread upon the waters for you will find it after many days. So that means you're putting something somewhere and it's not coming back immediately. It says give your portion of seven or even eight for you know not what disaster may happen on the earth. Now, I know we said Second Corinthians 9 and 6 first and then Ecclesiastes. I wanted to give you two, but I had to give you one because you got to put the money out there. But when you start looking at the rich versus the poor, not just in – America, but throughout the world, instead of us focusing on why are we poor, why we don't have enough, why don't we focus on how do the rich become rich? Somewhere along the line, if somebody is rich, it's tied to business. For a solution to someone's problem, 
And then it started probably at nothing because, remember, we were all nothing. We're made from dust. And so everything starts at nothing. So in case you're like, I'm at rock bottom. Everyone started there at one moment. Remember, we talked about errors, right? And at some point in time, everything that is big was once nothing and then small, and then somebody kept going and it kept growing. How did it do that? Through investing in leverage and other kinds of trainings. But what I want you to know is that you need to ask yourself, am I focused more on labor versus leverage or am I one that do more spending versus investing? People don't even understand the power of programming, meaning that you're programmed like somebody input stuff. You know, like our computer is programmed to run on certain types of um, software or what have you. Yes, we as humans, do you know they call the whole operating system, they call it the brain? Why? We as humans, our brain are, is programmed to do certain things. So there are people that know exactly what foes you to and already know what your response to that exposure is going to be. So we have been exposed to a labor system, never thinking that I would be the one one day hiring the labor. So this is why I am one that believes wholeheartedly in entrepreneurship because I saw that system and felt like it just seems like it's such an uneven playing field. So I prefer to be in businesses where we can partner or there's a win-win-win, like meaning a win for me, a win for the person on the other side, a win for maybe the customer. So in network marketing, there's a win for you as maybe the business owner within the big business, a win for the founders, and then the, a win for the customers or what have you. And so you're always looking for those three wins in any business deal, and it would help you not only get rich but prosperous. Because now you're doing it kingdom way where you're not thinking of anyone higher than yourself, you're looking out for everyone involved, not just yourself. Now, what I want you to know is that most people who would say, you know what, I, I, um, there's no way I could have been rich. I, I've only worked a job. Well, there's some statistics out there that said even people who've earned through or earn money through working a job has earned at least one point four to two point seven million dollars in their lifetime. So where's that money go? And you like, yeah, well the cost of living. Did you count the cost of living? If you count the cost of living, it will automatically point you to I need to make more money. And then it would automatically say, okay, I cannot do all of this by myself, so it's leverage. So you're looking for a team or you're looking for ways that people can help you do more with less. And you would definitely know that the money you have, you can't keep spending it. You have to invest it so it can grow. 
Now, I'm going to tell you a little story that I didn't always know that. I started off as a hairstylist, and first you would say business. And obviously, I would spend money. I was doing investing, too, because I would invest money into my products, invest money into the best tools so I can give the best service. I would invest money in, you know, working in in, uh, a place that it was conducive. And I always had good take home. And then I have the investments. I started investing in real estate, and um, real estate is how I accumulated my first million dollars on paper, and that's not technically a millionaire. It's a million in earnings per year, but people accumulate it however they want to do it. It doesn't matter for me. I don't even care about that. I just know that even a million dollars on paper definitely doesn't necessarily equate to a million dollars liquid, and it's a big difference. I've been at both places. And so what I'm trying to help you understand, till I really started in understanding the power of investment even in your business, that it just made you more money. So meaning I started investing in um, classes and courses to learn things, and I saw most of the people in my salon that I worked in, they didn't know. And then I was able to charge higher dollar and able to earn more money. And they would say, oh, hey, you go into that cutting class, or you go into that color class, you go into that weed class, child, uh-uh, I can't afford that right now. But we would Easily at lunchtime, they had so much time to go to Applebee's, to go to wherever, and I would actually have clients in my chair and say, I can't go. I got a client. I didn't even connect the dots between the two of why was I still having clients when other people didn't have any. Well, number one, I went out and recruited clients. I wasn't just sitting in my chair. I would be in a beauty supply store. I told that story before, and I would see someone who already had their hair done, someone who was already willing to invest in themselves in that level to look better for work or what have you. But this is what I started learning. When I started putting more money into helping my business grow, it grew. So you sow what you want to grow. So now let's fast forward, and I'm going to jump over the other businesses I've done. I've invested so much in, in education about business. I don't believe in investing in education where you don't know where the education is going to take you because if the education is not clearly going to make you money, then it was you spent the money not invested it to. You take it for what it's worth. We're in a country right now where people are leaving um, financial institutions in more debt then the job that they even were going after could pay for in a year. They're going, they're starting a job with basic, um, basic expenses to live. By this time, you have children and other responsibilities, and we're starting seven years behind, seven years in debt for some jobs that most people never go and actually work in. I am not one ragging on the system. I'm just giving you specifics. You take the information and do what you choose, which leads me to the lesson. It's saying that even with a job over a lifetime, 1.4 million pass through your hands, up to 2.4 million pass through your hands. That tells me that everyone who's ever gotten a job, had an opportunity to be a millionaire. 
But it was only about what we chose to do with the money. Guess what? Nobody's telling you this because big business owners are busy doing big business. They're not just hanging out, giving people information that's readily available. They're saying either you're going to pay for it or you're going to seek it out. That's what I want you to know now and whatever, wherever you are. We are in a times where it is demanding people to take a look at what they do with money. And it's giving you a flat-out message that if you don't decide that you want to be in business, you will continue to have other people making decisions for you who may not be for you. And hence, a financial freedom could not be something you'll be familiar with. But on the flip side, the industry of network marketing or entrepreneurship, now there's so many ways. I mean, you can become a YouTuber and become a millionaire. You could just start doing videos every day and, and become a millionaire and offer what it is you know. I mean, you, you see children becoming millionaires just by motivational speaking and things like that. So it's definitely saying there's no shortage of money. It's just about what we choose to do. So when we start looking at investing in time, talent, and money, and then you're looking at how can you leverage time, talent, and money as well, big business is going to be simply for you. When we start talking about how can we do more with less with time, with the team. If you have a few people with the same objective and every one of them has 24 hours in a day, you can multiply 25 times three and get done more than what you can do 24 times one. That's labor. So when people say, well, I don't want to go and recruit, I don't want to go get a team, well, then you're just saying that you want to continue to labor. And people who only labor without leverage will never become financially free. It's your choice. You can say, well, I don't know how. Well, I always talk about personal development, and I say, hey, whatever you feel you don't know how to do, that's what you need to focus on learning how to do. It's your 888 calendar, and then say, you know what? It's not that you don't know how, you might be afraid. So if you're afraid of rejection, then start reading your Bible more where it tells you that you are the head and not the tail, that you were fearfully and wonderfully made, and that God has no respect to a person. And if you seek him first and his righteousness, everything will be added to you. I don't know about you, but when I read those types of things, it speaks to my soul to say, girl, get up and go get it done. But when you start to spend time, meaning that you put time places that it's not going to give you a return, how many lost days do we have where you're listening or hearing or spending time with people or places and things that will not reap a return. That's not an investment. So you sow what you want to grow, and I say I don't sow seed to grow weed. So whenever I sow somewhere and I see ain't nothing coming up, I'm Audi 5000. This is what I need you to think about. Now we talked about time. What about the talent? Leverage the t- 
talent. You've got to get other people on board with the vision so you can split it up. We'll give everyone still time with their God and time with family and still time to go out there and crush it. This is what I want to give you, a simple thing that I had learned after I was like, whoa, I get this now. Then when I got into network marketing, I started investing in personal development, and I started investing in courses and classes with masters, and I had leaders in my in my business that was like, you crazy. You spending that kind of money? You spending $1,000 to go to that class? You spending $1,000 to go to a class? And I would look, and I'm like, wait a minute, we just did five Gs on a Chanel. What I learned in the class, I can compound it and take it for a lifetime. We want to change our purses like we change our clothes. If you can invest $1,000 and learn from five masters versus one purse, this is what I'm telling you right now. No one's going to tell me because I love luxury items but they're prioritized. When you're trying to build a big business, you buy the basics and the rest goes into your business. You buy the basics and the rest goes into your business. You buy the basics and the rest goes into your business. Into whatever is stopping you from scaling up, whatever is stopping you from going out there and getting more people, whatever is stopping that's where you invest. So now when it comes down to saying, hey, you got to market your business, and they say, look, you got to invest $500, 1000 $2,000 a month, and you're like, wait a minute, I don't have that. No, you buy the basics, and then the rest goes back in your business. What happens is that we're programmed that whatever we see gets not only our attention, our time, and our money. So if you're scrolling down and let's say you get a promotion or you go to a certain level and you start earning a little more money than you have and you don't do what I say, buy the basics and put the rest back in your business, now you become a slave to the lender, literally meaning that you don't know when disaster is going to come upon the land or your business. And since the money wasn't put back to grow the business, if anything happens, you go back down to ground zero. I just want you to hear me. Not my voice, but my heart. Because I know it's a little provoking right now, and it should be. When you go and you look in your bank account, which business been getting the money that your own business should have been getting? Look, most people rock with the bank apps on their phone. And anytime you click that banking app, I want you to know that your bank balance, that there are 
a lot of people with bigger ones. Just the same thing like your back office and if you're network marketing. That's why I tell people that their back office is their bank. And where you resources determine how that grows. Your individual labor is not enough to grow anything big. Think about it for a moment. If you've ever worked in corporate America, someone started somewhere and they leveraged, most of the time they leveraged either money out of insurance, leveraged money from the bank, and they went and started a business, and part of that leverage was to pay for labor so that they can grow. They leveraged the money and they leveraged the people to grow. They will not, that's not necessarily true. I was a small business owner, and most small businesses fail after two years because they lack leverage with people and money to grow. I've been business over 25 years, so I know it in and out. And I'm giving you the short version. That's why God has told me, you got to go out and you got to make these things public because people just don't know. And I'm like, well, they do know, don't have the courage to do what they know. Because business is simple. It's not complicated. You can simply make another choice. Familiar don't mean it's complicated. It just means you need to get more familiar. A lot of big business owners are not just hanging out to give you this information, but the programming that you're scrolling down and every time you see is a bag and this and that, but they're not telling you the story before. Or some of them not even telling you the story after. It's all about choices, decisions. I had earned my first million in network marketing and stayed in a five-bedroom, three-bath house that I was already in for many years until we found the right deal and walked into a property with 700000 in equity. Walked in with it because of patience and because I took my money and kept building business, putting it into my team, putting it into scaling. I didn't wait for everything from my corporate headquarters to grow my business. I put my money back into my business, you know, recognizing the people that were working with me into marketing, into people to come in and train our people. It was nothing for me to give a speaker 10, 15 stats for them to come in and train my people just for them to know what's possible. Buy the basics and invest the rest in your business. Doing that, keep going so you can keep growing.
The next time an opportunity arises to you to build a business bigger, you got to ask yourself these questions. And I'm going to keep it simple for you. You're going to say, if I release this money, if I make this transaction, is it an investment or am I spending? And you say, okay, well, I don't know the difference. Well, it's either if it don't make you money or save you in taxes, it's spending. If it's not making you money or saving you in taxes, it's spending. Now, are we going to do that sometimes? Do it when you can look at the rest of your bank balance after that purchase and say it's all good. Only do it when you look at that purchase and say it's all good. You say, what is that all good? How many years can you go with that bank balance without working and not change your life? You decide how good you want that to be. I'm not talking about if the money keeps, like your future investments. I'm talking about right now. When you look at your bank balance and you say, well, let me add up all my expenses, all my basics, everything that I'm basically responsible for every month, how long can that bank balance take me if no more money was deposited? And if you're good with that, then you make that purchase of spending. If you're not good with that, you take what you got and you invest. You see me with anything. It's definitely not going to be on a crunch because I followed that same rule until I kept putting my money in my business to where after certain milestones, I'll give myself a reward. And then I won't reward for a while. I put my own self on reward. You earn this X, Y, Z reward. It's like not until I have at least 10 million liquid, I'm not doing this again, or I'm not doing that again. And so I just gave myself a reward. Stuck in no house or nothing. You have to decide to make big business simple. Everybody have their vices, everybody have their loves, but don't let it come before you build that big business. I love you. God bless you.